Welcome to Live Wealthy, where we explore the best tools, tips, and daily practices for building a meaning-filled lifestyle, a podcast for anyone who is looking to grow their wealth and their worth. Here's your host, Don Dalby. Welcome back to the Live Wealthy podcast with D-Money as your host, Don Dalby. And today, not only am I the host, but I am also the guest because I want to teach you not only how to make more money, but how to keep and save more of your hard-earned income. This section of the podcast is the Grow It section. Remember, this podcast is divided up into three sections. Own it, earn it, and grow it. Own it is where we're owning our worth so we can learn how to make more money or make the right type of money. And then what we want to do is turn that money into earn it, where we're earning the right type of money. Then we want to take that money and turn it into grow it, where we are growing our wealth so we can both live for today and plan for tomorrow. For those of you that are new in this podcast, um, my name is Dawn Dalby. I've been a wealth advisor. I'm a certified financial planner. Over the last two decades, sitting in one-on-one client meetings, helping them, teaching them really about learning the, the right path to building the life that they want and making sure that they have aligned money. We don't want to oversave. We don't want to undersave. We want to have the right type of money so we can live the life we are called to live. So in this podcast today, it's about grow it. It's about, like I just said, it's about growing your money because I'm telling you, you will not be able to become and live wealthy with money and live a well life on your income alone. We need to learn how to have our money work equally hard for us, just as we have done for it. And you can't just mindset your way or manifest your way to living wealthy. You need the how-to advice. We need the technical advice. We need to understand how money works so we can get to that level of life that we all want to live. So let me start by asking you a question. Is improving your money situation a priority for you this year? And if you answered yes, what if I told you that the most efficient and effective way to improving your money situation is to have a financial plan? Yes, that's it. Have a financial plan. How many of you actually have a financial plan. I'm guessing most of you don't have a financial plan because research tells me less than one third of the population has a financial plan. And if you are an entrepreneur watching this, even less of you, like less than a third of you actually have a business financial plan. What? So the most effective and easiest way to build wealth and to keep wealth and to have your money work hard for you or harder than you do for it is to, is to implement a financial plan. But so many of us don't 
have a financial plan. You guys, even, even Mr. Warren Buffett says an idiot with a financial plan can outperform a genius without a plan. And I know idiots don't listen to my podcast. So you are not an idiot, but even if you were an idiot, having a financial plan, you can outperform somebody that's really, really smart that doesn't have a financial plan. So we all need a financial plan, but so many of us don't have a financial plan. So why is that? Well, my guess is that some of us hold on to too much emotional baggage. Like we think we should be farther ahead than our friend and our neighbor. So we, we don't want to even talk about money and we have, we carry on these limiting beliefs and this emotional baggage from our limiting beliefs. Maybe some of you don't have a financial plan because you're embarrassed. Maybe you have, you're literally have too much debt and you've gotten yourself into this situation where you don't know how to crawl out of the hole you're in. And so you just hold on to this embarrassment that you think you can't ever get ahead. So you don't do anything about it. Is that you? Maybe you are somebody that thinks you can't afford to have a financial plan. And I know a lot of times people think like hiring someone like myself or an advisor that they can't afford to do that. But I'm, I'm also going to tell you to go look at the Vanguard or the Fidelity research on hiring a fiduciary advisor. Again, a fiduciary is someone who by law has to put your interests, your interests ahead of their own. And the statistic research out there says that if you hire the right type of advisor, that's going to give you comprehensive financial advice. You should pay about 1% of your investable assets. And that advisor, if they are planning, minimizing your taxes, minimizing your investment fees, making sure that you're not over or under saving or over or under spending, and you have the right type of debt in place and you're not wasting your money, like that type of advisor should give you three times the value of what you pay for that advisor, okay? So if you think you can't afford an advisor, I'm here to tell you, you really can, can't afford to not have an advisor. Maybe you are out there and you don't have a financial plan or an advisor because you feel like you don't trust advisors. And that one, I'm gonna say, you know what, I get that. There are so many advisors out there that are either broke or they're giving advice just for them to make a commission or a, you know getting a sales commission or trying to sell you a investment product. And there's so many people out there that you can't trust. So I understand that. So you might fall in that category if you just don't know who to trust. Or some of you think maybe that you can get your financial advice online. And I'm here to tell you that a human being will never be replaced by online advice because you can't get somebody online to help you make really good decisions. And if you really wanna drive your wealth, it's all about, it's all about the decisions you're making with your wealth. And so many times you need to rely on a human being to help you make really good decisions. Okay, so if you're thinking you can get advice online from a trusted source, it's not gonna fill the full need that you have. 
um, to have a financial plan and get the right type of investment and financial advice. Or some of you, last and not least, but some of you probably don't even know where to start. You're like, you know what? Okay, Don, I get it. I need a financial plan. You sold me on I need a financial plan, but you just don't know where to start, right? Can any of you relate to that? And I understand that too. Our industry, you guys, our industry makes it so complicated that we don't even know, like, what is the first step in creating a financial plan? Like, we don't even know how to do that. So I also know that when we are, when, when things are um, complicated, that it leaves us stuck. It leaves us, us stuck. And when we are stuck, we don't take action. And I'm here to tell you, if you just take action and say yes to a financial plan, is it a lot of work? A hundred percent. Yes. Is it going to be work that you like, don't want to freaking do? Yes. Like some of you would rather, um, organize your cables behind your TV than getting the documents ready for you to start a financial plan. Some of you might want to do the thing that you hate the most over just like taking a step back and getting off the treadmill of life and getting off the scrolling to like, just like take time to, to plan and get your documents ready to set up your financial plan. But I'm telling you, if you just, if you just take a few hours out today or this week, and to hire the right professional or try to do it on your own and start a financial planning process, I'm telling you, your life and your money will never get easier. Never get easier because you build this financial plan and you have to build it. The Laying the foundation is once and then it's the tweaks year after year. It's so, and it, it is so easy once it's set up and then it's never easier to set your money on automation and for you to start making money off of your hard earned income. Okay. Because then once you have your financial plan set and you know how much you need to save, you need to know how much you can spend, you know how to live for today, plan for tomorrow. You got all the things going and then it just gets easier and easier and easier. In fact, I love to compare you know, our values, we all value money and most of us value health. If not all of us, we value money and health. Health is way harder to maintain and to, to stay healthy than it is to building money. We all think that money is so hard to make and to keep. Well, guess what? It's way easier to build wealth than to build your health because health is an ongoing basis that you always have to make multiple good decisions every single day with your eating and your exercising. And as you age, it's harder and harder and harder to keep up that health where wealth is so much easier. You build it and then you get to make it, it then life gets easier and easier. You get to tweak your financial plan when you have built the right type of financial plan. And then what you do is get to watch your money work harder and harder and harder for you. It snowballs and grows through investing and it gets easier and easier and you make more and more. Working out and eating healthy and staying healthy is not at all like that. 
So you guys, building wealth, you need to change your mindset. It is easy, okay? It's easier if you just sacrifice some time today and create a financial plan. So we know that money's super important, but we don't take action on, on creating a financial plan because we hold this emotional baggage or we don't know where to start or we have too much debt or whatever the excuse is. And, you know, so we know it's a priority, but we don't take action. So there's this huge disconnect. And the disconnect, the consequence for this disconnect is so significantly, like, you guys, nobody wants to spend the rest of their life feeling like they don't have enough money or that they're living in fear of not having enough or, or having this guilty spending relationship today going, oh, I shouldn't have bought that. And because you don't know, like when you have a financial plan, oh, guess what? The guilt, the spending guilt removes because you have a plan and you know what you need to do. You guys are so many benefits if you just take some action on getting a financial plan done right. So that's what I'm encouraging you to do under Grow It is the technical advice and the technical advice is building up this financial plan. So when I say financial plan, you know, most of our industry um, actually has us do a financial plan based on our goals. But I'm here to tell you that most of us have the same financial goals. We want to have emergency money. We want to retire. We want to be financially independent. We want spending freedom. We want to maybe put our kids through um, college someday or pay for some of that. We want to, you know, just be financially independent. We want to give to charities. We want, like, we all have the same goals. But if you're going to do a financial plan right, you need to have a, what I call a wealth alignment plan a wealth alignment plan that aligns not just your goals, but aligns all that is you to your financial plan. All that is you. Go If you don't know what I'm saying when I say all that is you, I want you to listen to some of the podcast recordings under Own It. Truly owning your worth is knowing and building your wealth around your entire well-being, your purpose, your vision, your goals. Yes, your goals your core values, your strengths, and understanding your weakness and or your weaknesses. We all have them. And when you build your wealth around that, then you're actually able to align your spending and saving better. And when you align your spending and savings better, guess what happens? You remove all of the emotional baggage around money. So let's talk about this financial plan and how is a financial plan done right? So when you're looking at this financial plan, like I said, it's an alignment of spending and saving. And what you need to really look at is that the main goal, okay, the main goal in a financial plan is to, to make decisions where you're minimizing your tax bill, okay? Everything that we do in financial planning is how do I minimize taxes, whether it's today or how do I minimize my taxes tomorrow? That's one important thing. And the other important thing is this spending plan. It's having the right spending plan today and the right spending plan tomorrow. It's not about having a budget. You know, budgets are like diets and they never work. You need to have fluidity and flexibility in your wealth building plan and you need to have 
inside of this wealth alignment plan, you need the one of the, the action items in a plan is to understand your spending and have a plan of spending where you have buckets of money, where you can actually have fluidity and like I said, flexibility in your spending. In fact, let me um, give you a little secret. A spending plan looks like this. It's where you are spending approximately 35% of your after tax and after you've saved a percentage of your income for your future, which I call that the Dom Delby real net income number. Real net income is after taxes and after you've committed a percentage of your gross income to your future then you have this real net income and you're able, I allow people or I advise people, you can do whatever you want. I don't have to allow you to do anything, but you can do whatever you want. But I tell people that they should actually spend, if they have debt, no more than 35% of their real net income on their debt. And we want to have good debt, not bad debt. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, people can spend 35%, I advise 35% on their household expenses. What are those? That's like everything it takes to run a household, um, takes to raise kids, it, it takes to, to like stay alive in your body, like all the expenses that we're forced to have to stay alive or to like give our kids opportunity to live in a house, etc. Not your debt expenses, but it's household. It's like all the other expenses um, put into a bucket of 35% of your real net income on your household expenses. I tell people they should be spending 25% of their real net income, the Don Delby version of real net income, on their core values. On their values, the things that matter most to them in life. What are your top five values of your own and maybe of your spouse? And, and making sure that you are actually able to spend on the things that you value most. Because when you do that, you feel guilt-free and you're able to still live for today and plan for tomorrow. And I also tell people to spend a percentage, 5%, whatever your percentage is, on their like giving, giving back to society, giving whatever, if that's a charity, if that's your church, if it's just being a good like service provider, you're actually giving to, to people that are giving you service, like giving people tips, like giving back is so rewarding and it's so necessary um, to be a human being on this planet. So create that spending plan. That is so important. So um, that's a part of the financial plan. Re minimize our taxes, have a spending plan, and stop wasting your money on the things that you don't value most. So I want to share with you um, real quick here is that a client came to me about mm, 23 years ago, and this client wanted, the, they had the following goals. They wanted to retire. They wanted to put their two kids through college. They wanted to spend money on their annual vacations, upgrade their houses, um, or upgrade their house in the future and have, you know, upgrade their cars every three to five years. Their incomes were less than $100,000. They had student loan debt of $25,000. They had a retirement plans, 401ks and IRAs of about $35,000. And they were getting a $2,000 tax refund which by the way is no, 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 no. It's not good to get a tax refund. So when we put together a financial plan for them, here's the gist of what we did. First of all, I had them, like I said, commit a percentage of their real net income 
to their future selves. Okay, so whether it's 5%, 10%, 15% of their gross income, that was a no-brainer. And we had them commit. And I'm telling you, once you commit a percentage of your gross income, you will not miss that money. Never have I had anybody ever in 20 plus years come back to me and say, Don, oh, I got to stop my automated savings because I miss that money. You won't miss that money. Okay. So commit in a, in a financial plan. The first step is to committing a percentage of your income. Next, when you commit that percentage of your income, remember I said, you have to have your money start working hard for you. So you have to get that money invested. And when you're picking out an investment and you pick out what's most importantly is having a diversified portfolio is that you want to go for consistent performance, like steady Eddie wins the race. You want consistent performance based on your time horizon. How long do you have before you need that money to meet your financial goal and how much risk you're willing to take on emotional risk. When you take those combined, you look for a diversified portfolio that's going to give you consistent performance and a consistent performance. If you're young, I mean, if you're looking for somewhere between six, seven, eight percent consistent performance, that would be ideal. It's not about chasing the next hot stock, stock tip, chasing the next investment product that someone's trying to sell you. That's so confusing that you don't understand. That's not what it is. It's about consistent performance that has a track record. You also want to create the spending plan like we talked about, okay? Because when you do that, you're able to have a guilt-free relationship with your money and your spending. And when you have a financial plan and you follow the steps of committing a percentage to your future, when you follow the advice of putting together and investing your money in a consistent plan, that's going to, that has a track record, that's going to give you consistent performance. And you put together a spending plan. What a financial plan is really going to do for you, on top of those three things, it's going to hold you accountable to you living out the things that are most important to you. Because we all know that life throws us curveballs, conflicts, challenges, shit storms. Like we get stuff dealt to us every single day and life can get challenging. But what happens is when you have a real human being to bounce off this happen, like to bounce off the ideas or the questions, or you need advice on this happened to me, how do I rectify it and, and keep to my long-term vision, but make some, some, you know, make some changes in what I'm currently doing with a financial plan. Cause a financial plan should have be able to, to, you should have fluidity in a financial plan because life changes all the times and you want to be able to, um, be able to pull different levers or be able to still execute on your goals when life changes because we all, we're changing human beings. We're evolving, we're growing. And so the, the most beautiful thing is having a, finan a financial plan that it's going to hold you accountable to those changes that happen in your life. And when you do this, what is the end, end goal? Is giving yourself again, the spending freedom today so you can live for today and plan for tomorrow at the same time and do that without feeling like you have to give up today or give up your tomorrow. Because when you plan right and you have this wealth alignment plan where you're aligning all that is you, not just your goals, you're aligning the full version of you 
to your financial goals and you're not over or under spending or over or under saving, then you get this proper alignment. And when you do this on a consistent basis, I'm telling you, the clients that I said that came to me 20 plus years ago with $100,000 and, and a student loan debt and, you know, they were getting a tax refund and they had, you know, just a couple of either $35,000 in retirement plans. Here's what they have today. They have $4 million of, an, of their in their investable portfolios. They have a $2 million home. And yes, they have debt on that home. They are going to retire in three years. They're not even 50 yet. And the biggest benefit they told me of having this financial plan was that it created um, this opportunity for them to always stay in control of their life. They felt that they were in control of their money and their money didn't control their lifestyle. They controlled it. Their plan gave them a vision of what they wanted, and they just implemented those stepping stones to that vision. And the most rewarding thing is knowing that they had enough money. They had and were enough human beings, and they were able to live more of a well lifestyle, right? We want to live healthy. We want to live well. We want the money to support exactly how we were born to live on this planet. So if you like this podcast, what I want you to do, I want you to subscribe. I want you to follow. I want you to share. I'm here delivering all the advice on building a solid financial plan through owning your worth earning the right type of wealth and growing your life. So if you need more advice, I have so many resources available for you from free courses to a live wealthy book to courses that have financial plans attached to it to help you grow your wealth. And if you have already built your wealth up and have over a half a million dollars of investable assets, not in your home, but investable assets, like at a brokerage uh, house, or you have like you have money in your 401ks and you've built your portfolio up to a half a million dollars and you start, you start you're, you're needing to get into the details of how do I save even more taxes and how do I you know have my portfolio work even harder for me and how do I you know um, how do I leave a legacy and how, how do I have the right type of protection and how do I you know um, minimize my taxes in my business and your life is getting more complex. I would invite you to come into my investment firm called Releve Financial Group, where, where it's a concierge type of service where we do financial planning for you. We do investment management. We will do all lines of protection. We can help out with estate planning. We actually do our clients' taxes. Like we have a CPA on staff that literally not only does the tax strategies on your income and your investments throughout the year, we're actually filing your tax return. So um, you can, at any income level, at any investment level, we have resources to help you. So thanks for joining me this episode, and I look forward to talking with you once again. Thanks for listening to Live Wealthy with Don Dalby. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review our show. See you next time. Now 
access the first of its kind online digital wealth advisory platform called Grow It. Inside of Grow It, you're going to design your own customized wealth style plan where you align your spending to your savings so you can still live for today and plan for tomorrow. I'm going to teach you proper debt management, how to invest your money in alignment with your own personal financial goals, and how to reduce your taxes so you can maximize your wealth. Also, you're going to be able to have a one-on-one -on -one private session with a private wealth advisor so you can implement your financial plan and then also have an opportunity to transfer over your investable assets to our recommended investment platform. The time is now for you to start living wealthy.